Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estates. And I'm Megan Eanes, a local real estate agent for 20 plus years and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you, and we want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Well, welcome back. Well, thank you. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm much better. I took an unexpected week off yep. from from life, it that's, felt like. That's what this whole season's all about. These last few years have been insane, you know, and now things circle and swirl around our Winchester area, mm-hmm. and who knows what it is. It can be flu, it could be cold, it could be allergies, it could be COVID, it could be anything. I just think it's so ironic that, you know, two and a half years of um, all of this going on with COVID and nobody in my family had gotten it, my immediate family. And then my son, who's in basic training, of course, we've talked about, um, he had it. Mm. And then within the same week, my family got it in Virginia. So, you know, what are the chances? What are the chances? Uh, uh, We're all healing, feeling much better. And yeah. Remember the days of contact tracing? Yes. And how, okay, where did you get it from? And go back and circle back to those people. And do Mm -hmm. you quarantine or isolate because of that? And People now are just like, what is contact tracing? Who cares? I don't care where it comes from. Like, right. let's not point fingers or blame. You know, it is what it is. If you got it, you're going to have to deal with it. And then that's <laughs> it. And then try, obviously, stay home, isolate, not right. get out there and go, you know, spread it to the world when you know you have it. Right. But Yeah, but exactly. And, but anyway, we're we're past the point there in society. And apparently I've well. I've now had it. <laughs> yep. I'm glad you're glad you're well back Thank in business. You. And, you know, last week I was in Florida and I did the episode by myself. It's so lonely sometimes just to talk like that. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that you're here. And I was able to share some of the things about what we're going to be doing for Iconic Talk over these next couple months. I'm excited about where we're going to be going, getting more social media um, uh, just buzz out there, looking to interact more with you guys in the community, give you even more tips. We have an entire season of the next several, several weeks mapped out and laid out to where like you're going to be getting tons of content. So I'm excited right. about that for all of you guys watching and listening. And we really care about the community partners. Mm-hmm. That's a big component of what we do. We want to talk about real estate. We want to talk with community business owners and partners. And then you and I can recap and we can talk for a good half hour anytime we want right. as well. Yes, we can. <laughs> but uh, the, it's the community business partners. You know, we have been business mm-hmm. owners over the last many years. I'm trying to think and rack my brain of how many businesses I guess have owned. So on, while I'm doing that, tell us about, you've told us a little bit about your business, but right. you know, so that was a while ago, that right? Was, it's um, 20, 22 years ago, maybe. Yep. Um, uh, we had Coley Harry's, the bar yep. restaurant downtown on the Old Town Mall, right on Piccadilly Street, yep. um, which I think is, what is it, glazed and confused it now? Maybe That's the donut shop. Yeah. So yeah, so we yep. had... Uh, that was just something else. Yeah, it's funny, you know. My uh, it was such a dream of my my ex husband and I to to have this business and run this business, and the the things I ended up doing while I owned the business, I just was shocked by. Yes, like you think it's so glamorous to be a business owner, but sometimes the things that you end up having to do to run a business, uh-huh. um, like in my case, uh, being a dishwasher, more times than I can count because. Your dishwasher doesn't show up, and the dishes have to be washed, so the owner's sounds, back there doing Sounds it. familiar. I have a similar mm-hmm. story. So you have that, and I'm thinking back to the times that I owned, 
And really my first big business that I owned was partnered with my dad, um, where my wife and I opened an ice cream store in town, Maggie Moose. Oh, right. And it was a franchise. And so we went through the whole franchise chain of doing all their things. And then basically you own your own business. Even though you are a franchise, people don't view you as like a local business owner. They just view you, you're just a big, you know, franchise restaurant. But the things that we had to do uh, behind the scenes were insane too. Mm -hmm. Let's get to some of those details. But then I also now have a business that flips houses. I have the business of Icon Real Estate. Right. Um, There's been a good three or four businesses that over the years I've been a part of and have owned. And yeah, so the, the topic on the table today, what are the things that you find <laughs> as a business <laughs> owner that you were not expecting to do when you first had the vision of starting your business? Right. So you fire away first because we can just rattle off the top 10 list of things that you don't think about doing, right? Oh, the t- top 10 things. <laughs> not um, your, I mean, we'll, so we'll make a top 10. One of my, my funniest things and that I, th- I actually found I was really good at, never would have thought that I would have been able to say that this was something I did, was being a bouncer. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. Because it was really funny when we'd have people in the bar, of course, you know, two o'clock in the morning when uh-huh. the last call and um, you're trying to get people to leave. Some people don't want to leave. And it was really funny because we'd have some of our wait staff or um, would try to you know, ha- escort some of the intoxicated men out of the restaurant, See, out of the bar. Were you the bouncer? I and you said up, you actually had to be a bouncer? Because it was funny, because if a guy did it, uh-huh. they were usually very, um, it was very confrontational. Sure. And it wasn't meant sure. to be, but I don't know if it was a testosterone thing, whatever it might have been. It's a drunk thing. Sure. Or a drunk thing. But you get the woman coming over and then, you know, saying, hey, you know, so-and-so, uh-huh. you need to go home. I want you to get home safely. And then, and then they're like, it's like your mom or, you know, your sister talking to you and they're like then they feel bad for whatever yeah. it was like i'm so sorry i'll go ahead and leave now okay. so it was very calm so that's that's number one mm-hmm. for you bouncer all right for me and well you also said dishwasher yeah so bouncer and dishwasher i will also say dishwasher for me was not really exp- i mean you don't think about ice cream creating dishes but it was a, a kind of ice cream store where you made we made our own ice cream in the restaurant and, mm. and it had a glass front so you can customers and people can come in and see you making it it was like a whole thing of just kind of watching the ice cream come out of the machines fan, fun and fancy but there's dishes like crazy then and every single night the second for me was a cake decorator i never oh. thought that i would ever get into the world of decorating cakes i had to go to cake decorating class mm-hmm. the the franchise made us owners do that just so whenever a cake needed to be made in a pinch you didn't have to rely on your employees and that happened all the time i made spider-man cakes i made strawberry <laughs> shortcake cakes i made washington redskin cakes you name it like there were, we had a whole slew of options and when you make ice cream cakes you have to move quick right because ice it, cream is melting right so it melts. yeah you got to know what you're doing so that's mine. Keep going. All right. So we've got, um, I'm documenting this as we go. We've got bouncer, dishwasher, and cake decorator. What All right. Let's see. You? So um, bartender, um, which was fun, but when I was I was relatively young. So I was 24. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, I had been in bars before, uh, but I didn't know how to make a lot of drinks. So uh-huh. when your bartender calls out, somebody's got to fill in. And so I was able to, uh, I got decent at it. I wouldn't okay. call myself a good bartender, but uh-huh. I was decent. Um, Not every business owner is going to feel like that they're called on duty for bartender, right. but you know what? 
like I can correlate with that, you know, being a real estate owner now mm -hmm. and there's entertainment and there's parties and bartending is part of that process. Right. Yeah. So, all right, we're, we have some similar stories here. All right. Um, so what's next for you? Next for me, and, and I knew that I was going to get into this world, but I hate it. And yes, I went to Wake Forest Business School and accounting classes were part of the drill, but I hated the QuickBooks and the the number crunching. Right. It, it's just, it's painful. I'm, I, I can do it, but I don't like to do it. And to find myself, especially I was partnering with my dad at the time, and he was also a business mind, um, but he was not local. He was remote. He didn't, he was just kind of, we partnered remotely from that way. But I hated it. It, mm -hmm. it was just like the payroll and the number crunching and the QuickBooks and bookkeeping. All of that is something that when you're just a fun visionary, let's think about business and yeah, let's make ice cream. Let's have a bar. Let's, mm -hmm. you know, open a restaurant or let's open a, I don't know, a little boutique store that you can sell clothing in anybody. And it's fun, but the behind the scenes effort of doing the books was top thing that I did not want to get into and I had to do it. Well, see, that's funny because I enjoyed doing it. Whenever I had to deal with the paper, yeah. um, I, I enjoyed that in the scheduling also. So scheduling, I, scheduling yes. was definitely something. But you um, expected it. See, yeah, that's for definitely. me. I was expecting it, but I just hated it. Yeah. Yeah. So that one, I, I did like doing the books too. Now, the one thing that I couldn't stand um, was inventory. Mm -hmm. I mm. could not stand doing inventory. And then when you had to replenish. I remember just a little side story. I think it was the first year that we had owned Coolies, and it was the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And someone had told us that you have got to stock up. It's going to be a big night, and I'm and I'm like, you need to buy this, 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 and this. And I'm like, that's that's a lot of money. I don't. Uh -huh. I'm not going to be doing all this for a Wednesday night. And they're like, and you need to book your most expensive band. That's the popular band. At yeah. Grick, it was actually Grickle Grass was okay. the name of that band. Okay. Um, and I did it, and I was like, okay, this is just ridiculous. And they, it was no joke. The Wednesday before Thanksgiving was our second busiest night of the year, only to St. Patrick's Day. Because everybody, all the kids and stuff were coming home yep. and family was coming home. So they all wanted to go sure. out to their previous of course, I did that when bar, I went but... to my hometown. And yeah. especially when you're fresh out of high school or even college or you're still connected with your hometown and you're coming home to mm -hmm. see your parents. Like, get me out of the house. Let me go to the local bar, do whatever and meet up with people there. Yeah. So it's... that, but the inventory and then the stocking were not definitely not my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, so stocking, yeah, that's not fun either. Mm -mm. We had similar stories. Um, I didn't expect to be a bad guy, you know? Oh, yeah. And part of the process I expected is hiring people, but part of that process is letting people go. Yes. And so when you do that, you have to have this, like, very, like, a separate, separate kind of distance between you and your employees so mm -hmm. the hiring process is fun because you get a chance to meet all the people and pick the best people for the jobs and it's just it was so sad because the first couple of weeks of us being open for our ice cream store people were flocked and just swarmed to it and we were having four or five six kids working for us at a time not knowing how they could cope and how they can hang and handle right. it and there were a few 17 year olds 18 year olds but some 16 and 15 year olds and there was just one glaring, like, person that was just like, you're just not cutting it. Like, mm -hmm. you're just not getting it. 
you're just not mature enough. You're not old enough. It's just, it's, you're a nice person, but every single shift was painful. And I had one little conversation with her saying, okay, it was a review and said, you're doing okay, but like, you really need to step it up here. And then a couple weeks later, same thing. I had to let her go. And she was, I think, 15 and a half or 16, you know, and I, and then, and then the sad thing is you're working with their parents and the dad was like, I thought the job was going well. She said her review went well. I was like, actually, I didn't tell her that. I don't know what she heard in that conversation. But all of a sudden now I'm a bad guy, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm like firing 15 year olds. And that's not fun. Yeah, we had a um, <laughs> I remember having money missing from behind the bar, which was where the, the main register was and having to deal with that situation. And also from same thing, kind of hiring people that, you know, yep. which was fun. And then finding out that those people were stealing from you. Ooh. So, yeah, that that was kind of a, yeah. a kick in the gut. Yeah. But, yeah, having to be that bad guy, I have to agree with you. That one's not fun. Side story then. So we didn't just have one Maggie Moose ice cream store. We had two. After the first six months of having Winchester store, my dad thought it was a good idea to say, hey, you know what's better than one? Two. There's a Leesburg (laughs) store down the road that's for for sale. Seems like it's on sale. Seems like a good deal. And I was like, oh, who's going to run that? I don't know. So we ended up convinced me to do it. We did it. And then, of course, I have to manage it as well, but then hire people who were managers Northern Virginia, I'm sorry, if you're listening, audience in Northern Virginia, that's a different market, a different kind of people that you're Mm -hmm. serving and a different kind of um, worker that you're hiring. And so there's a lot more jobs accessible there in Northern Virginia. So you're not getting the pick of the litter there like I was in Winchester. I knew a lot of good people. It was challenging, and I inherited some people. So two small, short stories. Before we bought the store, we heard that it was an employee at one point in time that took a car and ran it through the front of the store (laughs) because it was a disgruntled employee. So that prior owner had to remodel the entire front of the store because they ran a car through it. That just tells you what we're working with Right. And then the second part of it was when we were owning it, yes, there was some theft that had to go on. And so we had to do multiple modifications to the safe. One point in time, um, I got there late and was going through the safe and there is a little, I have no idea how this works, but it was a little plastic bottle that had a hole punched through it with like a straw and a couple other things. And um, one of my nicer employees there was like, yeah, that was so-and-so this bong that they made, <laughs> the, the homemade like Coke bottle And they bong. just made, wanted to make sure it was safe. And left it in the safe, not expecting me to show up. Okay. Yeah. So that told me, Okay, that person has access to my safe. You're done. Like so, <laughs> there's multiple trust and um, issues with owning a restaurant. There, I'll add that to the list. Not to expect, did not expect to find a bong in my safe. <laughs> yes. So another one for you. Oh, uh, I hiring talent. That was interesting because we had um, actually started a com- comedy night on Thursday nights. Uh-huh. Um, so we had a comedy night. So trying to find um, talent that was going to come in for that. Also, the bands that we were lining up and having them come in and then which ones were going to come in, which ones we weren't going to have back again. Um, things like that. I just definitely didn't expect myself, uh, saw myself doing. Yeah. Was hiring talent. Yeah. Well, Last one, and I don't want to end. All right, I will not say what I'm thinking because I want to end on a downer. So the the thing that I was not anticipating as well 
was, and I, I like to market. I like to go out and about and sell, but I was expecting to kind of be focused on the store. Mm -hmm. I was not anticipating the amount of community work that I was really needing to do to drive the business. And so it was added work, added hours where I knew I needed to be in the store to monitor things and keep things going and have the owner presence in the store. Um, I found myself, especially the first year, getting out in the community giving away a lot of free ice cream. I don't know if you went out and gave away any free beer, but that was part of the process of just driving the business to say, hey guys, here's here's what we do. We do cakes, we do birthday parties, we have fun Sundays, we have mm -hmm. milkshakes. And so it was getting out into the community. That was not expected. So the last thing for me, and this is number 10, by the way, we've hit 10 okay. things. So bouncer, you weren't expecting to be that. No. Dishwasher, cake decorator, bartender, bookkeeper, inventory, being a bad guy, number eight, bong and safe. Did not expect that. <laughs> number nine, hiring talent to perform. And number 10, being a community marketer. Mm -hmm. That, for me, is probably one of the biggest, not time suckers, because it was fun. And I knew I needed to do it, but that was added above and beyond what I thought I was expecting. Yeah, what's funny, my, my lifestyle completely changed when I had that business because um, – I'm not really a, a morning, early morning kind of person, and I'm definitely not a late night kind of person. So it was strange because I wasn't getting home till three o'clock in the morning, and mm -hmm. we would set our alarm to get up at 11 a.m. Wow. And so that's our, my whole day kind of shifted. And um, funny little story about my, my dad, um, my ex husband, and I had gone on vacation. And so somebody had to run the business when both owners are gone. So my mom and my dad stepped in and um, my dad loved being a bouncer. He had an absolute blast. Okay, and he, um, I'll just say it anyways. It's so funny because he was so proud of himself that he could do something more than just get up and pee at 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> hey, okay. <laughs> He'd be going around and telling people, you know, Keeping active. drink it or dump it at last call. And um, <laughs> they loved it. So it was a fun experience for my family when they got to step in and kind of and yep. my brother worked for me. My sister worked for me also. Yes. So it was a nice family event. That, I did I did enjoy that. My brother-in-law, uh, ex-brother-in-law used to work with us also. Yeah. I enjoy the employees. And I didn't enjoy it as much in the moment. But looking back, they were like our surrogate kids. They were mm -hmm. our family. I can go down the list. There's a client of mine. I'm about ready to list his house this week who's now living in Georgia. And he was going through... Uh, college and just needed money he told me multiple times he's like I couldn't have made it without Maggie Moose there's employees that I hired who are 15 who now are well into marriage with multiple kids so we call them our Maggie Moose babies you know Aww. where our kids have their babies and we see them on Facebook and we're connecting with them still so there's so much just the joy out of owning the business outweighs the negatives of what you might not have expected because mm -hmm. it still is about working with the people, interact with them, and especially for our business, at least for me, working with younger people and shaping them in the first job that they might have right. and shaping their career and their work habits and what to expect in in life. And, um, well, yeah, people come back to me and be like, oh, yeah, it was so great to work for you, and we loved it there. And there's actually one person who is now a professional cake decorator because oh, we hired awesome. her to do that. and. I wasn't even expecting to hire her because she seemed so flighty in the interview. 
And I'm like, uh, can you make this work? And yeah, she was a little messy at times, but she loved it. And that's what she's doing now. Well, and so. I had a client just um, in August. So they ended up um, not only buying a townhouse that I had, I ended up selling their home as well. Mm-hmm. And he used to live in Winchester. They moved away to, to Luray. And he was talking about... Uh, this bar in town. I was like, oh, yeah. I said, I, I used to own Cooley Harry's. He's like, I, I don't know. Because it was a, a tall blonde girl that owned it with long blonde hair. And I was like, yeah, well, 20 some years ago, that was me. There you go. So it's just funny when you even got clients that, you know, come back around yep. and they still remember it. Yep. So, yep. but yeah, bu- being a business owner is a very, it's very, it has its pluses and minuses, its ups and downs. So, um, I will yep. never do it again. Will I ever own a right. restaurant ever? Right. right. Um, and I'm glad that with the business that I have, you know, uh, a realtor, I get to work with people like you as my broker mm-hmm. uh, here at Icon. And um, I think you and uh, you and Dave run a good business here. Well, four we, years, four oof, years and going, four years and running. going, mm-hmm. and we'll be making some new Icon real estate announcements in the near future too. So just um, keep your ears to the ground for that. But yeah, it's. Running a real estate business is different than a restaurant or a bar or an ice cream store, mm-hmm. but it has the same challenges. I mean, I can go down this list. Maybe not bong and safe, and maybe not cake. <laughs> maybe not cake decorator, but uh, there's some pretty similarities there of what you, you know you don't anticipate. But it's certainly fun working yep. with all the people. So let's hear from you guys. Keep us posted on what you enjoy out of being a business owner, and we'd love to have you on. So. If you want to be a part of our show, just let us know. Um, We want to hear about what you do, what you provide, what services you give to the community, and um, we will talk it up. So let us know about that. Yeah, definitely reach out to us. We'd love to have you on. So what's the next um, event happening, or events, plural, happening here in the area? So there's quite a few lined up. I'll just kind of try to make it short here. But uh, the Patsy Cline Classic um, featuring Clay Walker, that's actually going to be this Thursday at Hanley High School. Mm. Um, It's to benefit the Winchester Public School Scholarship Program. Got it. Um, There is the Blue Ridge Hospice Butterfly Run. It's a 5K on Saturday at Blandy Farm. Um, Oh, my gosh, I did that. That was 18 years ago. I was actually pregnant with my son when I ran that. Long, long time ago. Um, There's a quilted sale on Saturday for Top of Virginia Quilters. Um, Let's see. There is a public safety day on Saturday from noon until 4 at uh, the Newtown Commons in Stephen City. There's going to be food, music, bounce house, Mm -hmm. touch the trucks, face painting, and all kinds of extra fun things. Awesome. Uh, let's see what else we got. There's also a great artscape scavenger hunt in Old Town Winchester Holy on Saturday. Cow. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I'm 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 sad to say I'm skipping things yeah. uh, from 11 to 3. So you can locate the artscape banners in Old Town, pick up your map, and hunt for kiosk across from Niblins. Well, seems that would be, be really fun. Yeah. Just if you want to get out, the weather's good, but you don't want to have to be at some set event. Yeah. That would be kind of neat, too. I think the weather's supposed to be good. Just looking down the road here in the next couple of days, you know, if it might be a little rainy now, the sun's going to clear up a little bit. And I think mid-60s is what they're saying. So, Something else that's really cool that's going to be happening in Middletown on Saturday is the ninth annual Luminaries of Middletown. There's going to be 964 wow. Luminaries. It's a public event. It's free. It's honoring the 964 soldiers who died during the... Uh, climactic Battle of Cedar Creek. Wow. So wow, that's cool. kind of neat. That's at 645. Mm-hmm. I mean, Winchester's a place to be in the fall. Yeah, I there agree. Is, I agree. Is, this is the season. So 
Well, this was an amazing conversation. Hopefully it inspired you guys and you learned a little something about us, but also business ownership. So thanks for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope you did learn something. And remember, when you're looking for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. Well, we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. And if you have a moment, we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share this podcast with your friends. Yep. And for the first time ever, let me give a shout out to our extraordinary producer, editor, Simeon Battaglia. You're amazing. Thanks so much for doing what you do and trimming this up and making it available for people on the podcast platform. So until next time, think iconic. <laughs>